happy Monday. We are back for another week of this week. Today I choose and I am so glad that we're back. I always say I miss you and I mean it. I miss you. So we are here together in the word for the next few moments. So let's make the most of it. This week I want to talk to you about the echo. I choose today my echo. Um, An echo is an interesting thing, right? I remember uh, several years ago now going and hanging out with a good friend of mine, Mr. Bob Goff and his family. And uh, we went on a little journey on a boat and they took us to this area where there was all these mountains around us. And we sat in the boat and somebody said, shout out or something. And so we shouted out something and one of the guys in the boat did. And then this echo came back so clearly and then said something else. And again, the echo was so clear. We were like, I cannot believe how clear the echo is. And then he said a final statement. And on the final statement, the echo did not repeat exactly what was said and was actually hilarious as we realized that Bob was hiding, had hidden a friend up in the mountain who was shouting what he heard Bob say. And on the last one, changed what he said. And so we thought it was the echo, but actually it wasn't at all. I'm not talking about a false echo. I'm not talking about a setup echo. I'm talking about an actual echo that we can actually have in our lives and through our, our lives. We actually get to be the echo of heaven. Let's just think about that for the next few moments because I'm pretty sure that all of our lives are echoing something, right? An echo is just basically repeating a sound that we are choosing to be near or choosing to allow in the space of our lives. And I believe we're designed by God to be the echo chamber of heaven. You know, when you think about how God designed our lives and designed our natural physical bodies, he designed our heart to have chambers. Every heart has four chambers and those chambers have thick muscle walls around them. And that heart and those chambers are responsible for getting everything to your blood supply, all the oxygen to your blood supply that you need to keep you alive right now. If those heart chambers are not working, then you're not breathing properly and you're not thriving in life. You are, you are fighting to survive. And so those chambers are really important because they keep the body moving and breathing. And I believe often there's a picture in the natural of how God has wired us in the spiritual. And our hearts in the spiritual, our heart before God is also a chamber. It's a chamber that God has given us that actually is the chamber that brings life to our bodies, life to our soul. Our heart is a place where the flow of life comes from, the Bible tells us. And that's why we need to know that that chamber, that heart chamber must echo the right things. Our echo chamber of our heart needs to be an echo of heaven, not of the world around us. And that's why we've got to protect our heart. You know, that's why it says in verses like Proverbs 4, verse 23, it says, guard your heart. Why? Because from it flow all the issues of life, all that stuff that keeps you moving, keeps you breathing, keeps you moving forward in life. That comes either good or bad from your heart, that echo chamber, it has to be guarded. It also says in Luke 6 verse 45 that out of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, whatever's going around in that echo chamber eventually will come out of your mouth. 
And we often find out, don't we, what somebody really thinks when they open their mouth because you can't stop the flow of what's in there. You ever been shocked by someone who you've been around for a little while and after the walls go down and they kind of relax a little, something comes out their mouth and you're like, wow, I never thought you thought that and I never thought you would say that. But the truth is, it can't come out unless it's already down there in that echo chamber. So the question is today, what do you sound like? What does the echo chamber of your heart repeat into the world around you? And if there's something in there that is actually echoing around, it's going to be magnified, right? An echo magnifies the sound. So if you've allowed offense in your heart, guess what's getting magnified? Guess what's echoing and guess what's coming out? If you've allowed bitterness in there, guess what's getting magnified? And so we've got to clean out the chambers of our heart and actually ask God, no, I want this echo chamber to actually echo heaven's sound. What does heaven sound like? I don't know. I know a little bit from Revelation that it's a sound of harps and choirs and, and peals of thunder. And I know it's a sound of hallelujah. I know all of that. But one thing I do know for sure, for sure that heaven sounds like is it sounds like my father, my heavenly father. And therefore it sounds like your heavenly father. What does our father sound like? Kind, compassionate, just, righteous, true, light. That's the things that he sounds like. And so if you're not quite sure what all of heaven sounds like, why don't we just start with, well, what does your heavenly father sound like? And let that become the echo of our hearts. Your heart was designed to echo heaven's sound. You know, there's a story in the Bible that actually is a story about when Jesus was talking to his disciples in Matthew 16, and he starts to ask them, hey, who does everybody say I am? And the disciples begin to repeat to him the echo of what's on the street. Some of the disciples say, well, some say you're John the Baptist. Another one says, well, some say you're just a prophet. And then Peter doesn't echo what's on the street. He echoes what has been placed in his heart. And he says, no, I here, I, I want to say that you're the son of God. And this is what Jesus says in response. He says, you didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. You're not echoing what everyone else is echoing. He says, my father in heaven, God himself, he let you in on this secret of who you really are. You're the rock, Peter. And then he goes on to say this, and that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven and a no on earth is a no in heaven. I mean, that's mind blowing. Jesus is saying, whatever you just brought out of your heart was not the echo of what's said in the streets. It was the echo of my father in heaven. And therefore, Peter, when you speak, what you speak will echo in heaven and what heaven speaks will echo through your life. That's God's intention for us, that we are a child of God, that we're the echo chamber of heaven. And so Peter was speaking from a revelation you couldn't get anywhere else other than finding out the father's voice and hearing the father's heart. So what about us? How do we get that sound in the echo chamber of our hearts? Well, I'll tell you one thing I know about echoes. I don't know much, but I do know this. That proximity leads to clarity. The closer you are to the source, the stronger the echo is that comes through your life. 
So if you want to know whether or not you are sounding like God, you've got to get closer to God. How do you get closer to God? You get closer by his word. You get closer by worship. You get closer by spending less time scrolling social media and more time at his feet. You get closer by moving everyone else's opinions to one side and putting God's truth first. We have to be the ones that get closer to him so that we can actually have a better echo, a clearer echo by being closer in proximity to the voice of God. And so if we want that in our life, we've got to do exactly that. You know, in 1 Samuel, there's a story where the young boy Samuel is serving under the older older mentor, Eli. And it says Eli was laying down in his usual place. But it says this young boy Samuel, he was laying down in the temple of God, right outside the ark of God. He was choosing to put his placement and his posture right next to what represented the presence of God. And it says as he lay there, God spoke. And Samuel heard it, but Eli did not. God spoke and he called to him. His proximity gave him a clarity that even Eli didn't have. And our proximity will give us a clarity that maybe others around us don't have. I do want to say, a lot of people say, well, I just don't hear God, Charlotte. God doesn't speak to me in the way he speaks to you. Well, he might not speak to us the same because we're different, right? We're his kids. You don't speak to your kids exactly the same. So he might use different ways to speak to you. But let me say, I am fully, fully confident that God is speaking. I am fully, fully confident that he wants to speak to you. I just think sometimes we don't hear him. We don't echo him in our heart because with so many other things that are going on. So we've got to fix our frequency on our father and we're going to move our proximity to him closer. It's not on God to move towards us. It's on us to move towards him. You know, I recently watched a film with my kids called Harriet. It's amazing. You need to watch it. But it's the true story of Harriet Tubman, who was a slave herself. And she actually went and saved a whole load of people from slavery by risking her own life and going in and actually literally pulling people out of the place of slavery they were in and bringing them to a place of freedom. And Harriet in the film, it records that she kept having these moments where she would, people said she'd have a dizzy spell or she'd space or black out. But what you realize in the film is that she was having a vision and she was hearing a voice and she believed that God was guiding her every step of the way. There were moments in her journey of actually liberating people where she would hear a voice say, don't go left, go right, or go over the bridge, or don't go over the bridge, go through the water. And it's all in the film. And she was a God-fearing woman. And she said, every day I speak to God and every day God speaks to me. And that just stopped me in my tracks and thought, wow, every day do you speak to God? And every day do you expect him to speak to you? Because it says in the book of Joel that he's going to pour out his spirit and the young men and women, they're going to prophesy and the old men are going to dream dreams and the young men are going to have visions. God's saying, I want to speak. I want to speak through you. And so our job is to draw closer to the source, to get our life in a proximity where there's more clarity. That's why in James 4 verse 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You've got to do the moving. 
You've got to do the rearranging. You can become the echo of what is on God's heart. So this week, I'm asking you, what does your life sound like? What does it sound like? Are you the echo chamber of heaven? Because if you are, you're going to find God uses you to do incredible things. You're going to find that God uses you to speak wisdom and bring life. And God is not holding back. He wants to pour out, but we have to draw near. Finally, I want to let you know that the reason why he wants us to hear heaven is not so that we look good or so that we sound good, but so that the world can see how good he is. The Bible tells us that even creation is speaking of his wonders. It says in Isaiah 55 that the trees clap their hands. They're trying to let them everyone know this is the sound that we want to make to let you know about our creator, the wonders of all that he does. You know, one of my favorite passages that goes with this is in Acts 2, the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the great outpouring when he came with with flames of fire, with a mighty rushing wind that came in that room that's recorded. And the Spirit of God fell on everyone in that room. But you know, when the Spirit of God, when the sound of heaven came into that room like a mighty rushing wind, everybody began speaking in other tongues. But here's the thing, the other tongues were not to confuse people. The other tongues were not so that they had a private language that no one could understand. The other tongues were so that they were a mechanism of declaring the wonder of God to the people around them. This is what happened in Acts 2. It says the Holy Spirit began, it came from heaven like a mighty rushing wind and it landed on them and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And when when people around heard this sound, they came together bewildered and amazed because each one could hear their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galatians? And then how is it that each of these then we can hear them in our native language? And this is what they said. We can hear them in our native language declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. How amazing is that? That when the power of God came on them, they began to speak the sound of heaven, the wonders of heaven, the majesty of heaven. So my challenge to you this week is who do you sound like? What's in the echo chamber of your heart? How much can you move your life so that you're closer to the source of the sound of heaven? And does your life speak of his wonders? This week, let's all speak of his wonders. Prophesy over your family. Prophesy over your children. Why don't you speak of his wonders to the world around you? Let's this week all choose to be the echo chamber of heaven. Let's this week all choose to make a sound that speaks of the wonder of the Father in heaven who we love and who loves us. Have a great week. Make a loud sound and point everyone to the incredible Jesus that we serve. Love you all. Have a great rest of the week. I'll miss you, but I'll see you back here next Monday.